Hey, what's up? This is Jason from Death Therapy, and you're listening to the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast. back with the campfire conversationalist podcast uh this is dread matt and john and we are gonna talk about um nothing today we're just gonna try to fill out an hour's worth of nothing space um but really what we're gonna talk about uh that's <laughs> really welcoming to people that are coming in they're like great now i get to listen but, to oh, nothing nothing for an hour <laughs> oh my gosh so um, I think really what we're going to talk about for a little bit anyway is um, the threat of EMP bombs. Uh, I don't know if bomb is the right word, but EMP, electromagnetic pulse. Um, what did they call it in the ocean? Was it ocean? No. Was it Ocean's Eleven? A snip? Yeah. Is that what he called it? A snip I, or something? I think so. The little box something that they put like in the it. back of the van. Yeah. Uh, so is it was that Ocean's Eleven or was it another another heist movie? It was either Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve, but I thought it was Ocean's Eleven. One of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because remember so, yeah. they climbed down the elevator shaft. Yeah. 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 It was Eleven, I think. All right. So, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about um, the potential threat of EMPs and, I guess like. Um, like back in 2003, uh, it depends on where you lived at the time. You might remember there was a, a, a grid failure. Would you say that's a good way to describe it? <laughs> a grid failure. Was that putting it lightly? <laughs> if that's, if that's really what you want to call it. <laughs> well, the grid did fail. <laughs> Whether it was and manual. <laughs> I don't know how many cities were affected by this, but it wasn't like the just states. like one major city. It no, was like states. multiple cities. States. It was like a good portion of the East Coast, like major cities on the East Coast were affected. Yeah, it was like by this. Um, it was like from Michigan yeah. to Pennsylvania and all the way up the Northeast Coast. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was like half the country was like knocked out or quarter of the country was knocked out. And it was like days was it not yeah yeah i don't uh, remember how many i think exactly. it was i thought it was like a week because i was in it and it sucked yeah. you know it was um i remember I it remember was like friday things it, it was like <laughs> a friday or maybe it was like a thursday night but it, it was the afternoon but i don't think it was later on until we knew what was going on yeah because well, i remember like uh, Eric and I were in Guitar Center, and the power just cut out for a quick second, or maybe like a minute, yeah. and then it cut back on, and then and then it cut back out, and they were like, "All right, everybody needs to leave," and yeah. we we're like, "What the heck was that all about?" Well, and I then I remember I just got paid, um, which was on Friday, and I th I, I thought it for sure it was on a Friday, but. Um, I had just got paid and went back to the shop and then all of a sudden the power went out and we, I was working at a steel mill place and we had to keep the furnaces hot, which takes a ton of electricity. Um, and if the furnaces freeze, they solid like the salt in the furnaces solidifies. So mm -hmm. you have to constantly 
be pushing power through these otherwise they're gonna freeze up and then the furnaces are like dead so they um <laughs> everyone was running around like mad like crazy um trying to keep the power like you know even through our generators pushing power through these furnaces and um and then i remember later that night they they told me you know you got to come back in the morning uh, even though it's Saturday, you gotta work, come into work because we might need you to help with, you know, everything. Um, but I didn't have gas, so I had to drive out to what was it? It was out near your. Out Are you saying parents. gasoline or, yeah, or yeah, gas for your house? Gas for my okay. car. Okay. Um, but someone at the shop had told me there was gas out by where your parents used to live. Oh, like Roseville area. Um, no, further up, uh, 94, the 23 mile or whatever it was. Oh, okay. Like Chesterfield. Yeah. Chesterfield. Someone told me there was power or gas out there. So this is like kind of describing the widespread because nobody knew how far widespread it was. There was right. no news. There was no nothing, you know, um, there was no radio. I mean, there was there was like nothing unless you're in your car. Um, but even then, I don't, I don't remember there being any radio. There was nothing. I remember I remember um, WRF being on. Yeah. With generators for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's how we kind of found out that was like widespread. Bigger. Yeah. I don't know if we knew the extent of it at that point, but yeah, it was yeah. it was. Uh, intense but i actually but drove I, out to uh i drove out there to that mire uh that's off of 94 because i had cash and i was like well i'll just drive out i'll get some gas and i'll be good for tomorrow you know what i mean and i drove out well, there 13 mile or not 13 mile but yeah maybe, maybe it's like 13 right off of 94 right off the freeway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. I, I drove out to that one and realize there's no gas no place has gas there's not a gas station that i could that i could find you know even one like meyer meyer was running their store on generators yeah um, i remember and so i parked in the parking lot and i was thinking well maybe this will just blow over until tomorrow you know maybe it'll the power will just come on everywhere and I was just, it was summer, so I was going to sleep in my car that night, you know, and, but I needed snacks and food. So I, um, I drove, or I drove in the Meyer parking lot and parked, and then I went in Meyer, and by this time it was like already dark. And so the lights were on in Meyer, but they were running on the generators and there was tons of people shopping. Okay. And so I go in, I get a bunch of bags of chips and snacks and beef jerky and whatever I can find, you know. Um, I think I grab like a case of pop and stuff. And while I'm like pulling stuff off the shelves, all of a sudden the power goes out in the store. You want to hear something totally crazy? And I think we might have talked about this before, but it would have been years ago. Mm hmm. Eric and Kevin and I were at the same mire at the exact same time. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know that you were there, and you didn't know that I was there. Serious? Because we went to go get, I think, a flashlight, and I think... Oh, I want to say we somebody just grabbed the last one. Right before, like right as we were walking up to grab it, somebody else snatched it up. Wow. Something like that. Something like a flashlight or something like that we went to go get, and... And then shortly after that, the, the power cut out. And then they were like, everybody needs to start leaving the store. And they were trying to corral people out and get people like. Do you remember the madhouse <laughs> that it was? Yeah, I do. It was it like, was like what like, you see in a movie. Yeah, it was like le legit what you see in a movie. People were getting trampled. I seen some dude like <laughs> go and take a shopping cart. And he was like just like pulling bottles of booze off the uh you know off the the shelves and throw them in the cart and then he like turned around and wheeled it out the front door um and he was just plowing through anybody that was in his way there was people he trying to stop him yeah yeah there was security oh, there wow. trying to stop him and he just like pushed right through him 
that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. It legit reminded me of like every panic scenario in every movie I've ever seen, where people are in the store, something happens, and everyone freaks out. You know? Wow. I mean, like when you see people like starting to fall down on the ground and people are just running over them, not even stopping to help them. You like it is the craziest thing in the world. Like, what's going through these people's minds? I don't know. But I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, and uh, uh, the states that are, were, not are, were affected. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, so, actually, Ontario. It looks like all or most of Ontario was affected, hmm. which I don't remember that. And of course, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, mm-hmm. um, New Jersey, um, a few other states in up in the like New York area, like I think maybe Connecticut might be one of them, mm-hmm. and Massachusetts. Uh, looks like Rhode Island was not affected, really, which is weird. Yeah, because if, if you look on a map, like um, Rhode Island's like next to i think it's connecticut and um massachusetts or whatever was massachusetts affected yeah but rhode island wasn't connecticut right massachusetts but rhode island was not affected yeah yeah and it's surrounded by water in other land other other states that were totally maybe it's maybe it's because their total population is like (laughs) like 500 actually Actually, um, there's less people in Wyoming than there is in um, Rhode Island. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, Rhode, Wyoming's the least populated state. There's some serious witchcraft then in Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Um, so yeah, I um, some of those like Maine and stuff like that, they don't look like they were affected, but like all of Ontario uh, was all the way up to Hudson Bay. So you're talking like uh, uh, geographically, uh, the part of Ontario that was that was affected, all the way over to Minnesota, and then from that going east all the way to New York. Wow, uh, that much of Ontario, plus you know down into Windsor, you know. In, so in what do you think? Uh, what do you think? You think it was? Uh, you think it was an EMP? I know they said it was something to do with the grid someone made a whoopsie and dropped a wrench in the in the gears um i i i suspect <clears throat> i suspect either it was a test or it wasn't possibly an attack but i use that word pretty lightly because i feel like any anytime there's a tag it's usually some kind of false flag or or conditioning, but nobody ever said it was an attack, so that that logic wouldn't really follow that. Um, it, it could have been a test. It could have been an EMP that somebody. Did you ever off. see that? Know. You ever see that Denzel Washington movie where uh, he was in Louisiana and he had to go back in time to stop no. Jim Caviezel? I don't think so. If Jim, I did, it was a long time. Jim Caviezel was like a like a rogue soldier ex-soldier who was like crazy and wanted to like blow up a ferry and Denzel Washington starts seeing all these signs and he doesn't know where the signs are coming from and he realizes that he has actually traveled back in time before to stop Jim Caviezel from blowing up this ferry so Val Kilmer's in it too. Val Kilmer plays a government agent that's in charge of the going back in time, uh, like the time machine. So Denzel ends up climbing in the machine, which he's not supposed to do. But they make a reference in that movie that uh, of the 2003 brownout. They make a reference because it draws the time machine draws like tons of power. And when it does, it blacks out states. Oh wow! So they're saying in the movie that that was because of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> do you think it was possibly an attack or uh, a test of any kind, or do you think it was just an, an oops? I think it was a time machine. 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Um. <laughs> and it just blacks out like a bunch of states. They had, oh, Deja Vu. It's called Deja, Deja Vu. Vu. Yeah. Oh, I do. Maybe I did see that movie, but I don't really remember it that well. I don't remember thinking it was like the greatest movie or anything. I thought it was. I think I saw right. it one time. I thought, you know, m when I see movies, like it might not even be a great movie, but I pick up little bits and pieces here and there of things that I find interesting. Like just like what I was saying, like the time machine relevance to the brownout. You know, like I understand the whole movie. I watched the whole movie. But at the same time, like, the one thing that I picked up on that my brain kind of, like, cued on was the time travel element to it. Yeah, for sure. I think it could have been a test. It could have been... It could have been anything. Could have been what they said. Could have been a monkey with a wrench who, you know, like I said, dropped the wrench and it broke. Um, but that and many people... states... That many states... I mean, that we're talking spread. like... I mean, that's two countries. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least eight states, and then one giant uh, province in Canada, which... Yeah, so it's I affected mean, two countries. is like states. the most populated city in Canada with like over three million people, which is like 10% of their population. Mm -hmm. So you figure the rest of Ontario is, you know, probably... It's probably the most populated province in Canada. My only yeah, problem, my only problem with the EMP, and I'm not—I mean, don't quote me on this. I'm not a not a physicist or anything, or an engineer. But wouldn't it be like, like the impact zone? Say you had the nucleus in the center. Wouldn't it spread out in a kind of round? Like it wouldn't be all kind of misformed. I mean, does that make sense? Unless it hit the grid. And knocked out the grid, which would knock out. Right, if you're following places. like actual physical electrical lines in that in that way. Yeah, like if it hit like a major power grid. Remember in Die Hard, uh, Part um, Seventeen. Yeah, Part Seventeen, <laughs> where Bruce Willis is in like a wheelchair in a nursing and home. <laughs> <laughs> he's, Yippee Kaye! He's like die another day. Um, but then, like, part 17 is die today. <laughs> like, just euthanize me already. <laughs> die hard again. <laughs> With, like, 17 ends. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, which, uh, which die hard movie? Oh, the um, third one, maybe? The Le free die hard, I think it was. Oh, the free, okay. The fourth, fourth movie? One yeah, that after. One was, I think that one was actually really good. Well, cool. what were they trying to do in that movie? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. I just remember like they were trying it. to knock out the power grid. They were trying to create a fire sale. Oh yeah, fire sale. Yeah, everything's free. Um, they were trying to knock out the power grids, gas, and electric. You remember? And they knocked out yep. the power or the gas power grid but they didn't knock out the electrical i want to say or no they did the electrical first i was gonna say it's probably the other way around because yeah. um the power from, and then um, gas yeah because from what i understand if now i don't know if this is true i'm not verifying i can't verify this but mm -hmm. from what i've heard um let's say like everybody died right now apparently the way the gas grid if you will if you want to call it that is set up it would actually run by itself for i think up to six months before it would stop working that's what i've heard yeah. i don't know if that's true i mean it kind of makes sense it's different than electricity yeah you got a bunch of a bunch of pressurized liquid in a vapor actually in a in a bunch of tubes No big deal. Nothing to worry about. Nothing, nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> like Leslie Nielsen would say, nothing to see yeah. here. <laughs> but no, I think, um, I don't know. I mean, it could have been, it, it does kind of make sense if you knocked out like the electrical power grid that it would go kinds of in 
I guess, different places instead of just a perfect circle out. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the perfect circle out did initially... I mean, it, it's... Who knows? Who knows? It, it could have been EMP right on there. Or it could have just been, like, a monkey throwing a wrench into it, and all of a sudden something breaks. You know, as technology... Think about this, too, Matt. This is a, this is a good counter to the EMP, is... How many problems have you had with your computer? Um, well, it's all, it's all, it's uh, all a million. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Lots. A lot. It's working okay. right now. <laughs> well, well. So my point is this: is as as we get more technical or technical, um, and technologically advanced, there comes unforeseen circumstances that can just randomly pop up things that can pop up and who knows why they do but they just do so the more tech the more problems it's it's just that's just the way it's going to be you know yeah that's like uh like an older car is like easier to fix there's yeah yeah parts. yeah well depend depending on the problem well yeah there's not as many basic. servos there's not as many like you're, you're told I can't hear anything you're saying. Every time you, hey, every time you hit mute or whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. the screen goes out and your audio, like, cuts out, and then it takes a long time for it to come back in. Okay. I won't do that, I guess then. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I was hoping that would work, but... No. Okay. What were you saying? Um... Oh, because, uh... A... Like when a car, an older car breaks down, mm -hmm. depending on what breaks down, it's generally a lot easier to fix. Yeah. It's I mean, more more straightforward. Yeah, a lot less stuff in it to fix. A lot less electrical, a lot less wiring. Um, you know, every mechanic hates working on electrical issues in the car if there's a problem with, a, with electrical issues because you have to trace the wires and it just takes a long time. <clears throat> now magnify that by like... A power grid you know what I mean right so yep. and I'm not trying to disclude EMP I'm just saying in all reality I think it's easy to jump on the EMP bandwagon and say well somebody you know somebody attacked the country or put an EMP here when really you know if you're dealing with any kind of electronics even just something as simple as your phone dude my phone bugs out on me all the time yeah it'll freeze up my computer freezes up, you know, if you're watching Netflix, your internet will freeze up <laughs> and you'll see yeah. the little, the little Netflix indicator to where it's just scanning, looking for signal <laughs> yeah. for like 25 minutes yeah, and, and it's always at 25%. It'll go really yeah. slow up to 25% and then it just stops at 25%. Why? And it's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You thought you were going to get to watch your show today. Ha, 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 No Netflix and chill for you. <laughs> you can chill, but no Netflix. <laughs> you know, something else I was thinking about, though. I, I was... think I'm going to call this episode EMP and chill. <laughs> <laughs> EMP and chill. EMP and chill. <laughs> You know, something I also was thinking about, though, was, um, and I don't know why I equate TV show, shows and movies, maybe because visually you can kind of, you can kind of ascertain, like, what it would be like to be in that scenario visually, you know, and in your mind you can try to, like, make sense of it, but one show that comes to mind would be Jericho. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up, uh, and then I, we got talking about Die Hard, I think. But yeah, that was a great show. Great In show. Fact, Until I, the I second season. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Until yeah. the second season. The second season is like if you just pretend the second season didn't exist. Actually, the last episode of the first season, and then the whole second season. If you pretend they did not exist, the show. The <laughs> it's show, a good show. It's a great show. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a lot of uh, interesting. Um, interesting things in that show like the fact that they live like what wasn't a salt mine or whatever 
near the and, salt mine. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, you know, they wanted to be able to barter with salt and for information, essentially. Right. Um. So historically, I that was the oldest trading good that there has ever been, salt. Salt. Yeah. yeah. So we're told. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I mean, if you're in, if you can preserve meat. Yeah. If there's meat to preserve mm -hmm. and goods, you know. Um, but also think about the show. Like, granted, they did, you know, the show is based on, like, the uh, the country being attacked by radicalist extremists. But in reality, like, the show is based that they were EMP'd, they weren't close enough to the blast, that there was no fallout, which is totally ridiculous based on I, I know they showed maps in there but I was like no if you have a heavy storm I think it was like C episode 3 or something they have a really heavy storm that comes in all of a sudden to me if that storm is coming through it's bringing, bringing stuff with it you know at least in theory yeah yeah like just think about when a volcano like a nasty volcano is off yeah I mean there's ash for Miles and miles and miles. Yeah. Not, not even miles, like states. Like, there'll be lots of states that'll be affected by by a volcano ash. Um, Like Mount St. Helens, both times when it went off. I think the first time was probably way worse. Um, We used to have, I think it might have been like a National Geographic magazine or something like that. Yeah. Of the Mount St. Helens from the first one from like 81 or 83 or whenever it 80. went off. I think it was 81. 80? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I know uh, it was right after I was born. May 18th, um, 1980. So I wouldn't have even been a, ba a, a one-year-old yet. I would have been, like, just shy. Like, just shy a few days of being one-year-old. Mm -hmm. So... Were you guys clearly, living I don't in remember. Seattle then? No. No. This would have been... We would have been in Michigan. Okay. <clears throat> um, but in the magazine we had, like, you almost think that all the photos are black and white, but it's not. Everything's just covered in ash. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, and it looks like it's just like these giant snowflakes, you know, like it's snowing and mm -hmm. it's just ash falling down from, um, from the volcano blowing, erupting. <laughs> and the first movie to come to mind, Dante's Peak. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we should do an entire episode where every subject I have to relate some kind of movie to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm almost 100% positive I could do it. Yeah, I think we I, we both probably name, could. Name that movie. <laughs> name that movie. Uh, oh, what's the one And we'll do where... it off of two words, like um, sharks and storms. <laughs> sharks and storms? Yes. Um, I mean, aside from the, you know, obvious Sharknado. Well, yeah, um, I was trying not was, to go with that. One. I was thinking Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then there was there was the whole another thing was one. caused by a storm and the Ooh. sharks getting out of the, or uh, it, like the storm knocked out the power grid on the the little sub base that they had. Uh huh. I it's, I don't know if I remember the movie that well. If I saw it, would have been when it came out. So we're talking over twenty years ago, probably. Yeah. What was the one? This is just off off the cuff, like not necessarily related. Um, uh, the one that was like it was so bad, and it was like um, oh, the day after tomorrow. That's what it was. That's what I'm thinking of. For some reason, that movie was coming to my mind. Oh my! And I gosh. remember, yeah, I remember you were like, "This movie is so ridiculous," and like, <laughs> <laughs> you ranted about that movie because of all the stuff that just didn't even make any sense. You're yeah. like, three days, the wolves are the only ones alive, or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was bad. You know what? Another one that was really another end of days movie that was really terrible was uh 2012 with john cusack yes, i think it was that the movie, worst movie ever i think made. maybe we saw that together i, think, I mean not at the theater but at your house probably i literally think that was the worst movie ever made 
<laughs> no, 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 no. What about the I'm, I'm Komodo sure. versus Komodo versus? I think um, that one had more validity than 2012. <laughs> what's, what's that movie that I'm thinking of? It was like Komodo versus. Uh, what was the other? Komodo versus um something. Like and it wasn't Snake, was it? King Cobra. Co Cobra, maybe, maybe that was it. And like I remember, there's a scene where. This dude is firing off a, 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 a handgun, and I remember we rewound it and counted. He pulls the trigger like 51 <laughs> times. <laughs> we were like, that is so ridiculous. Like, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even register. He's just like, dude, assault rifles don't even hold 51 rounds unless you mod them. <laughs> And, this well, dude and just it was how his... fast he was pulling it too. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't yeah, just was like ridiculous. bang, bang. No, he was like as fast as as fast as an assault rifle, like you said. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. That movie was pretty bad. Yeah, but yeah, 2012 was pretty terrible. Um. Well, you know, I was um, when I was thinking about Jericho, I was thinking actually about like how. Not saying a situation like that would happen, okay? And I I really pray that that never happens because I love our country. And I don't want to... I, I hope our leaders and our, um, you know, our government can keep us safe. I really do. But what if, like, the EMP factor, because they the, their power first went out. And that's when everyone started panicking in the show. They go to the stores... They start raiding the local stores, and this is a small town. You know what yeah. I mean? This isn't like a major city. This is a small town. And these are people that already... And granted, it's a work of fiction, but I'm using it as an analogy. Um, right. Something to visualize. Um, these are people that either know each other or know of each other, but they don't care because they're all panicking. And it would be easy to dismiss and say, well, that would never happen where I live. You know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is just a work of fiction done by Hollywood. But as we talked about the brownout earlier, we've seen it firsthand. When the power went out, people freaked out. Legit. Yeah. Over the stupidest things. Like <clears throat> alcohol. Like you know less I mean? than that. that. That was like... I'm like... Yeah, I remember people. It was chaos. It was chaos. So, what would happen if that happened on a on a like a a bigger scale, or if it happened again? And what if it happened for a longer period of time? You know, what? How long did that brownout last for? Did you see? Oh, uh, let me pull it back up. I didn't. I forgot to look and see how long it lasted. Um, it might take me a minute to read through. Okay, so it said it began. Um. 4 10 p.m eastern time yeah it was in the uh, august yeah. yeah it was august uh 14th so the middle of summer you know really hot like in michigan that's probably the hottest or second hottest month yeah um september gets you know, pretty hot yeah uh says some power like july works. and september but yeah, yeah. What, what were july saying? is bad some power was restored by 11 p.m most did not get their power back until two days later uh, in other areas, it took nearly a week or two it was for power a, to be restored. Yeah, it was. A it week, was at least a week. It was where at we least lived. a week where I lived. Yeah. Um, because every day I came into furnaces that were not running yet. Yeah. And you guys, how did you keep them? Or how did you keep it from solidifying? Uh, they they drained them. They pulled all the salt out of them. How long did it take before they decided that was the the move they were gonna do? Because that I mean, night. power goes out. That and you, night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they didn't wait around. No. Now, how long does it take for that stuff to solidify? Hours or? Well, if you if you run it at a lower temp, I mean, it's been what? How long since I worked there? <laughs> Almost twenty well, years. Two thousand and three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fifteen years. Um, but. They just ran everything at a much, much lower temp as long as they mm -hmm. kept it, like, somewhat warm, which would be, like, a 1,000 degrees or 15, well, probably 1,200 degrees, I would imagine. Mm. Everything they just downscaled, 
but they drained everything, which was super, super expensive. Mm. Like, <clears throat> like more money than we should probably talk about because it was a lot of money. And then, of course, they have to get all that materials you know, back. Back. After they've drained it. What do yeah. they drain it into? Just metal, like these metal tubs, and then the metal tubs are put into an auger, ground down to powder, and then they ship it away in, like, bags. Okay, so, okay. Because it you. solidifies into this hard rock, but then it shrinks as it cools, mm. and then they would uh, basically turn it over into an auger as a block. The auger would grind it down into powder again, and then they would ship okay. it off. Wow. So, yeah, uh, without going, I guess, uh, on Wikipedia, without click, I don't know, doing a bunch of advanced research, I, do, I don't know if I'm going to find out exactly how long it lasted it was, in our area. It was like but a week. I remember, I remember taking, being about a week, too. Yeah, I remember or, taking cold showers for a week, and it sucked. Yeah, and like I said, it was the middle of summer, so, I mean, you got those really hot days, so no air conditioning anywhere. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, hot nights and, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was in a way, I, I remember kind of being like a block party because I think, uh, if I remember, we would just, we took a bunch of food out of Eric's, you know, freezer or whatever he had. And we just cooked a bunch of food, you know, mm-hmm. because that's all we could do is, you know, cook on a grill right. and in the refrigerator isn't going to last forever. Right. It'll keep stuff for like what, maybe a day and a half. Yeah, the freezer should've, might keep it for two days. Had a or... Yeti, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, I want to get one, dude. You know, Walmart makes like a knockoff one for like a half the price. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about getting one of those. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. All right. All right, I got a, I got a Yeti mug right here. I do too. <laughs> I got a big giant one. That's probably twice as big as that right here. Yeah, this was just like a 20-ouncer. Yeah, this is uh, 32, I think. Nice. All right. So it's saying here on Wikipedia that uh, most of the affected area, it was about 88 degrees or 31 Celsius. And um, that played a role in um, the initial event because it triggered wide a wider power outage mm-hmm. because people because of the high ambient temperature um people were using their fans they were already you know using their fans and air conditioning when it happened so they're saying like that made it worse because it was a hot day and people you know before it happened or as it was happening were using their fans and air conditioners uh, which was you know using more power mm-hmm. somehow that made it like spread spread worse than That's if what they're saying it, that's what it says. Really? Well, that's what it sounds like it's saying, yeah. Um, this <laughs> caused the power lines to sag as high current heated as high current heated the lines. Um, Dude, it was 88 degrees. We've had... Yeah, 88's hot, but it's not that bad. But I mean... Yeah, but what about places like humid. Vegas where it's like 110 degrees? Yeah. It's Vegas. Yeah. How much power are they running in Vegas? A lot. Like 110 (laughs) degrees. I I think Vegas uh, has its own grid. (laughs) That's that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what they're saying. uh, If if that's true, then wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so it says initially that um, cellular service was interrupted um, because the mobile networks were overloaded um, from the increased volume of calls. Um, but major cellular providers continue to operate on uh, standby generator power. Um, it also says that, um, as I remembered, uh, television and radio stations remained on the air because of backup generators, although some. Uh, some stations were knocked off of the air prior uh, for periods ranging from several hours to the entire length of the blackout. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember, yeah, I, I clearly remember the riff talking about it when we were on our way back from Guitar Center that day. Because we, we were like, what the heck is going on? Um, 
let's see if I can find any other cool information about that particular. So, yeah, we don't really. Let's see if it says cause. Uh, let's see what they say the cause is. Um, it just says an overload of power. I don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I guess. <laughs> But it was an 88 degree day. If it was an overload of power, then then the people that put up the power lines were like on the same level as the people that redo the roads here in Michigan. <laughs> well, grossly, they do that to keep themselves. grossly inadequate. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they do that to keep themselves in work in business. Yeah, pave the roads like crap, and then they got to redo them every five years. Yeah. Oh, we got to spend a hundred million dollars this year. Let's do it on roads. Yeah. Job security. Well, um, we have to wrap this up a little early today. Um, but okay. I was thinking, you know, it'd be a good idea if we talk about how people can prepare for if this were to happen again. Like, say, just another brownout. I'm not talking EMPs. Okay. Just any, like, even, like, a thunderstorm in the summer. Yeah, thunderstorm. Yeah, what if a <clears throat> what if a tornado comes through and wipes out all the electricity everywhere? You know. Yeah, that's certainly a possibility. Yeah, it's not like unfounded. Was... So any power outage, there's going to be mass pandemonium. There's going to be chaos. Um, it usually is not at first. Well, I think people... the, the first thing is or already be prepared as best as you can, which is yeah. that is. Kind of like, ha, 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 ha. you're you're really really breaking up like horribly bad, Matt. Like Matt, so a budget, Matt. And you don't have a lot of okay, a can of Matt of can. Yeah, you. No, I lost you for like. Yo, 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 can you hear me? I lost you for like. Uh, uh, the last minute. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can shut down my video. Turn. I'm gonna turn off my camera. See if that helps. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. Check one. Check two. All right. What were you? So what's now? the last thing? Okay. So saying, if we're wait, talking wait, about wait. preparing. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. I was saying that. Um, anytime there's a power loss, there's going to be chaos. And it usually does not happen at, like, when it first happens, people are still trying to get their bearings together. People are still trying to figure out what's going on. But mm -hmm. when they think that this could potentially be long-term, the moment that that comes into frame, people go crazy and do crazy things. And I think people are more violent today than even when they were in 2003 and I think that the potential for danger in a situation like that of people robbing you or stealing from you is ever more present than it was even in 2003 um, yeah so first thing I would say would be to sure up your, your residence um, do an inventory uh, what what else do you think, Matt? Um, yeah, just buy extra extra stuff when you yeah. go to the store. Yeah, like, do you do you keep like a pantry? Oh, well, we have like a walk-in pantry, but it's not the way it's designed. It's really not the greatest. Yeah, uh, I, I can put we can put a decent amount of food in there, um, but yeah, we we try to our best to keep as much extra food as we can. Yeah. So yeah, like. Uh, um, don't think of canned food as just like regular canned food. Think of it as like a bank, yeah, like a savings account is a better way to put it. Uh, because like sometimes when we go to the store or whatever, I'll grab like an obscene amount of like spaghetti sauce, mm -hmm. and Rebecca's like, We don't need all that. Like, well, we always use all the spaghetti sauce, we've never at some point there's well, we use it. And it's canned, so it's good for like a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to kind of get in the mindset of, oh, well, we don't not you don't, don't be in the mindset of 
we don't need that this week or this month mm-hmm. be in the mindset of it, it's gonna stay good in the can for a long time mm-hmm. the more you have the less likely you are going to be in a bad situation well and think of other things like other canned goods that well will not yeah i was just well. using that no, no, I, was I, just, I know what you're saying. An example. I, I used to do, when we had our other house, we did the exact same thing, you know. <clears throat> um, but I was also thinking of, like, spam is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even You might not like spam, but spam can last for a very long time. Um, and pretty much any canned good can last. They put an expiration date, but they can last an extremely long time as long as they're not exposed to oxygen. So as long as you don't yeah. open them, they're good basically yeah yeah um i agree and uh, like another another thing too would be okay learn how to make your own uh toiletry products it's not that hard rebecca's been making toothpaste for i don't know seven years or longer i don't know a really long time it's so easy to make and there's different recipes so if you try one and you're like i don't really the way that feels there's different different ways you can make toothpaste that work how about how about like um soaps you can make your own soaps yeah Um, yeah laundry soap we've been making that for years as well um it's not that hard um (laughs) have you figured the uh the enigma of toilet paper no (laughs) we just i actually have i actually have okay so i'm gonna give you my secret Go online and look up, uh, they're like toiletry pills. Okay. Pills? Yeah, they come in these little round pills. And you dab one drop of water on them, and they they open up, and it's like a full piece of paper. Oh, it's like those those little sponge toys for the kids. Kind the, of. Kind of. In, but the, they're like, in the tub? But they're like ready wipes. Are they wet? Yes. They stay wet? Yes. Whoa. So they're, I'll look like, those up. Cause... Yeah, I, I have a big giant bag of like a thousand of them. And they're, I think it's like 20 bucks for like a thousand. Oh, that's that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm convinced, dude, I literally tried to rip one in half and I could not do it. They're that strong. <laughs> okay. So so they're good for wiping the butt. Okay. Yeah, good for wiping uh, basically anything. I mean, if you know, you want to like really clean up your face and whatnot i mean you could like just wipe down oh so you could do a full-blown trucker shower and if if anybody doesn't know what a truck i made that term up i'm sure i'm not there (laughs) but like when i was a truck driver there had been days there had been times i should say where like maybe you don't have an opportunity to take a shower because you're behind maybe you got stuck in, in traffic because of an accident for two hours and now you don't have time to stop and get a shower that day or whatever yeah. so i'd keep like baby wipes on me yeah stop stop i'd keep baby wipes on me and then just yeah full-blown do a you know wipe myself down that's so i'm not a, that's like, essentially what it is and it, it sounds like so lazy but it's just you know there's just days where you i just didn't have time to stop and get a shower yeah yeah, so, so look it up. Look it up. It's a little like toilet, like ready toilet things that you put water. Dude, on. I I have a biffy bag. Do you know what a biffy bag is? No, I've got three of them actually. It's a bag designed to take like with you when you're camping, or I don't know what. You know, I like usually a keep one. Bag? It's a take a dump bag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's designed to like when you squat down, like you can hold it up, you know, hold your hands to your side so it'll fit around you, like yeah. in a way. And then you just tie it up and let it go. <laughs> wow. It's called Biffy Bag. And I, I think, I don't know, I think I paid like 10 bucks for three of them or something like that. I don't remember. Wow. <clears throat> um, so there you go. Biffy Bags have to be put on the list. <laughs> yes. I mean, you never know. It depends on where you break down. If you're in your car and you're, you know, stuck on the freeway and you might need a couple of those bad boys i actually do keep one typically in my backpack at all times i think i took it out recently because i needed a little bit of space but um and then i also have in my backpack um a a very 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 basic um first aid it's just like band-aids 
and like Neosporin alcohol wipes, you know, just like the very, very basic stuff. I always, but, I always keep that too. I, I think I have two med bags in my car and then oh, I nice. have, and then I have a jump pack. Um, what's a jump pack? It's like, it's a big, it's a box. It's like a battery pack that you can jump your car with. Oh, oh okay. Got gotcha. you. This <coughs> one is designed to jump like semi trucks. So, oh, wow. Nice. It's a pretty big bag. Or a pretty big box. Um, but then I also got, like, my lockout kit stuff, which I don't know why that's still in one of the cars, but it is. Um, I'm trying to think. I I always keep blankets in the winter in my car. Yeah, we, we do too. But, you know, on the subject of, like, the EMP, I think it would be a good idea to keep... I, I, I think it's a good idea to keep at least one blanket in there anyways, no matter what time of year. Um, also flashlights, batteries. Yeah, I agree. I have a, no, this sounds like, this sounds like a, a gag gift, but I literally have a solar powered flashlight, um, yeah. that I keep on the, on the dash of my car. So it's always charging mm -hmm. and then it, it's not a very powerful one. So, you know, like, it, um, it's, it's good for, if you want to look under the hood of the car, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, or something like that. It's not a, a very powerful, it's not a high luminous flashlight, but it's something in case I need to use a flashlight and I don't ever have to worry about, you know, changing out the batteries because it's, um, well, there's little batteries in there that, you know, that, that it charges, but I mean, they'll probably never go bad. Yeah. Um, so, um, I have that and then, um, yeah, we keep a blanket in the back of the car all year round, no matter what as well. Okay. So All yeah, right. there's there's like little things you can do in case of an emergency or whatever. Yeah, I think I think while we're wrapping this up, I think the most important thing is to try to think ahead as to worst case scenario, it might create a little bit of an inconvenience, but usually um you never know when a disaster or something crazy is going to happen. And if you're prepared for it, you're that guy. You're the guy that is prepared. It might be annoying yeah. for everyone else that is not prepared, but you're the guy that's prepared. And usually, most people are th that are prepared are they're the ones that have families. They're the ones that are thinking about their kids and their wives. Um, you don't want to see your family suffer or go through anything bad just because you didn't think ahead. You know? Right. Yeah. So it, it it doesn't hurt to put it by one can of spam extra a week, you know, put it on a shelf and that's your that's your bank. That's your food bank right there. And know? then just rotate them as you, you know, you uh, yeah, eat as them. you use them. So, yeah, put the newest one on the back and then take the one closest to the front when you use. Yeah, I can. Simple. Yeah, very simple. But I, th you know, I think it would be good to talk about this part later on another episode, Matt. Like okay. things that you can do to, um, I guess, ensure survival. Yeah, we can we can do a whole series on that, and um, I also want to uh, talk about an, an, another time um, the idea that um, what if every truck driver in America or we'll just say half of them even just decided nah we're not we're not gonna drive until we get what we want or whatever the case may be like mm -hmm. how quickly that would bring down the whole country like I don't care who you are everything you get was brought to you via a, a truck driver one way or another or right. some big vehicle mm -hmm. you know what I mean you know there unless you grow your own food and, and make your own clothes from, you know, yarn that you spun from sheep in your pasture. I'm serious. You know, everything you have, you right. know, comes on a truck one way or another. So it's something to think about. Yeah, I agree. So, um, all right. Why don't we wrap up this episode? Um, this has kind of been, a really different episode, but I think there is a lot to learn from it. Um, so let's try to wrap this up. And um, you got anything else to say? Uh, 
Anything closing? Any final thoughts? Oh, uh, I think probably another good thing that people need to start doing is um, try to make friends with your neighbors. Yeah. Um, I don't know all my neighbors, but um, my neighbor across the street, we know each other. Our families know each other mm-hmm. decently well. I mean, you know, we're, we hang out every once in a while. Um, we share things. Um they let us use their internet sometimes uh, uh, for free, and then um, you know the, we, we we've you know barbecued with each other, or whatever you know, just yeah. stuff like that's important because this if if an EMP or any whatever the power goes out, whatever, and it's a long term thing, um, you're probably going to need your neighbors, and your neighbors might need. And I would rather have my neighbor, if they need something from me, it be the guy that's my friend, not someone coming to my door with a gun. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I would I would someone have no trust. problem helping out Andrew with whatever they needed if the power went out because we're like, you know, we're buds. We're, you know, we know each other. Right. But, you know, like some dude three blocks down who I don't even know that they live three blocks down, if they come to my door when the power's out, I've got my gun in my hand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't be coming to my door if I don't know you, with, you know, in a bad situation like that. Right. So I think it's important to, like, try to get to know people in your, your area, your neighborhood, um, and build a community share you know share things you know the can i borrow a cup of sugar you know do it right because that that stuff will help when you know you can keep each other strong when um a situation like that happens because it will eventually yeah even if it's just for a day or two power goes out everywhere at some point yeah all right well um we're gonna close it out here and uh i guess we'll catch you on the next one Yes, um, I think we should do a part two of this. Okay. <clears throat> because um, before I forget, uh, this will hold us accountable because it's now in writing. Um, I just remembered it; otherwise, I would have brought it up a minute ago. Um, so there is this thing called a herf gun, H E R F gun, mm-hmm. and it's a what does it stand for? Now I'm trying to remember. High energy something frequency. I can't remember. And basically, it's like a. It's like an EMP thing. So um, I just mentioned that because I was able to like look it up online and find like that they exist. And I'm sure you can find directions on how to make them if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that, that, that stuff like that is out there, know that it's a possibility that somewhere the power could go out. Mm-hmm. And are you ready? Right. So, I guess that'd be about it. Okay. All right. I'm um, trying to think of <laughs> how I should wrap it up now. All right. Thanks for listening to the Campfire Conversationalist podcast. Um, please share. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to mention, too. If you download the Anchor app, you can send us a message, of like an actual voice message, and we can get back to you. So, if you like something on the show or if you had a question about something we mentioned or a comment or you want to tell us we suck uh please don't download the app if that's all you want to do but (laughs) i'd probably laugh if that's what you did so it won't really hurt my feelings too much um download the anchor app if you're interested in you know communicating with us you can uh, go and look up the campfire conversationals podcast and then you can leave a message and when i receive it i'll get back to you Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a cool way for us to keep in contact with people who like the show. Right. And also, I know that the show's doing really well on Apple um, and Spotify. I think are probably the two biggest platforms right now. So, yeah, thanks, for everybody, for listening. All and right. I guess uh, we're out.